Welcome back to another episode of Front Row Negative. It is I, your host, Aaron, along with... It's your boy, Chris. And we are back for another episode. We survived the first one. We got a good uh, reception off that. And uh, we're here to just do what we do best and bumble ourselves through another episode. Yes, and if if you're back as well, then you're a glutton for punishment. You deserve this. Pretty much. Pretty much. So how have you been? Good man, good. I uh been staying busy. I uh I, know, I work in an undisclosed comic shop that has a uh, a big sale coming up next weekend and so I've been doing a lot of stuff at my day job uh getting ready for that and then uh, of course I doodle professionally and I have a whole uh metric ton of that I have to do and and then there's a toy show coming up this Sunday that I'm also preparing for. So I have no shortage of uh, weight to carry and things to take care of. <laughs> I, I very much understand that. Uh, my job is uh, beating me up. We're trying to get a lot of things done and uh, concept art out for uh, in time for uh, uh, what they call tomb cleaning over in uh, China so we can get our items on the boat and have them shipped over here. And we're just trying to get everything ordered. That way everything is ready to go. I'm sorry, the, tomb cleaning? Yes, they have a holiday in China called tomb cleaning, where they go to their uh, pretty much ancestral burial ground and they claim the graves. They claim the tombs. I like how you glossed over that. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just at work, you know, getting ready for tomb cleaning. Oh, we're putting <laughs> stuff on the boat, send over. Like, hold the hell up. What is tomb cleaning? That's no, insane. I guess since I've been there at that place for so long that it's just second nature, I don't. It doesn't surprise me anymore. I mean, they even have something called Dragon Boat uh, Week, where they take almost a full week off to celebrate that. And yeah, it happens. The Dragon I mean, Boat race by my office. Um, during they have Dragon Boat uh, before COVID races down uh, Buffalo Bayou. Yep, it's it's usually a. I mean, our factories, the fact, well, the factories that work with us uh, will take as many days off as they possibly can just to celebrate any holiday while here in the States, <laughs> we barely get any kind of days off and we're expected to come in and be there as soon as possible and every day. So it's kind of a weird non-balanced job, but I'm doing that. I'm doing my freelance stuff on the side when I get home, which is art and logos and wrestling flyers and stuff like that. I'm also getting ready for your for the said toy show that is this weekend. I got to pull more stuff out, get those priced, uh, start researching those, and try to watch some TV in between to, to keep my sanity. Uh, try to think if there's anything else I'm forgetting that I've done this week. Forgetting? Let me tell you what I <laughs> forgot. Holy <laughs> crap. Okay. So as you're telling me about tomb cleaning and drag racing and, and RuPaul and all this, look – my wife is sitting chilling by the at the on the bed and and the, for the past what two weeks yeah for the past two weeks i haven't had my wedding ring i found everything today i i i just couldn't find it and 
you know, I'm like, all right, great. I'm, I'm, I lost my Spider-Man ring. I'm so mad at myself. And while you're talking <laughs> about that, she walks over with this elated look on her face, and she like is trying to be as quiet as possible. And she like looks at me, and she has like the one ring to rule them all. I'm like, <gasps> so, like I grab it, and like you're talking to like. I pulled this whole entire photo thing. Like I'm about to go invisible. I'm like <laughs> I put the ring on. And we kind of like quietly celebrate. That's funny. <laughs> well, I'll say this: as you get further along in the relationship, losing the ring uh, isn't as bad as just not wearing it. Just because you get become lazy. Uh, I know I'm. Uh, uh, <laughs> I do that quite a bit. It's just because I take it off to do the dishes, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll put it on later. I don't want to put it back on. These, I just washed my hands. I don't want to put that thing back on. She's like, hey, where's your ring at? You're like, look, woman, you see this tan line? Oh, no, she can't say that. She can't say that because she have, hasn't officially worn her wedding ring for the last four years. Oh, my God. Hey, I didn't mention that. That was, that was Nicole, not me. So she can't say anything about that because... She hasn't officially worn hers in over five in over four years because she dropped it behind the bed and she doesn't want to clamp underneath the bed to get it. So, oh my god, <laughs> she has no room to talk on that. No room to talk. Jeez. But anyway, uh, so tomb cleaning. Yeah, you're getting ready with the tomb cleaning. Dude, yeah, that's, that's wild to me. Like I've seen videos and web, websites about like uh, you know going to visit your ancestor and pulling their body out of the ground. Yeah. Dressing them up in their Sunday best and taking them back to the house for ham and you know ham and yes. cheese sandwiches. I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is this? Oh, oh yeah, it's uh, pretty much like uh, for my company, we have three or yeah, three big deadlines that we have to meet. <clears throat> we have to meet before tomb cleaning. We have to meet before or uh, get our stuff done before that. Um, before Chinese New Year, because that's a big one where the company, the factories will take off like almost a month. Just to oh, celebrate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, they don't need a month, but they almost take off a month. And wow. then also uh, like uh, the, just the basic holidays at the beginning, like the September area, this is September through November. Uh, they'll take off a few days here and there that they, you know, are eager to take off, but slowly get back to work. So it's like, those are kind of our, our three big things we have to kind of get plan around throughout the year. That's wild, and, man. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a, it's kind of a crazy just thing to to really think about if you don't know what happens in the other parts of the world. But for me, it's just second nature just because I've dealt with it for so many years that I forget that other people don't have the same bosses I have. So uh, <clears throat> it's 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 weird and different. And then also today, uh, today, hours before this recording, I got my second shot, my second vaccine. And. Yeah, I came home and just crashed. Dude, this, uh, is where, I, this is where we drop in that shot, 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 shot. shot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need to get that private party shots theme song playing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and that, the, when I got the first one, it didn't really hit me as bad. This one, I just, I felt exhausted after dealing with that. And I had to drive an hour away to go get it, which wasn't fun driving wise, but at least it's done and over with for me. At least I'm done and over with. And. I'm feeling a little bit better now. Yeah, we're excited to get ours, man. We want to just we want to get back to some semblance of normalcy. I'm I'm just tired of all this mess. So yeah, I'm with you. So, but yeah, so as we're doing the show, we we kind of have some we kind of have some formats now. We kind of have some uh, organization to the show now that we're trying out. 
Growing so, pains. Yeah. It's growing pains. We're, we're still learning. We're still learning in this reboot. We're, we're still going through things. So the first thing that we're going to, like, you know, we, the next segment we're going to have is, you know, what are you watching, playing, and reading? Then we're going to talk about our main topic that we've kind of talked ahead about, like what we want to do. Then after that, we're going to do some questions that we posted up on our social media, answer them. And then after that, we'll do some shout outs and some plugs. And then we'll finally just take it home and, you know, we'll just go home. That's it. So next segment up is, well, what are you watching? What are you playing or what are you reading? And uh, if you're doing all three, great, <laughs> great. <laughs> if you have the time. Yeah, uh, we, you could almost say, what are, what, what are we, what, what, what's our current FR interest? Bum, that's, bum, bum. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's, it, that, it. Has, that has a good ring to it. That has a good ring to it. So, yeah, Aaron, what are you, uh, what have you been watching, man? I know you've been busy. We just covered that. I mean, uh, I don't know how you have the time, man. Like, I, I'll see you post things like, oh, I got these Blu-rays in the mail. I'm going to watch them tonight <laughs> while I'm doing my freelance. Like, how can you split your time? I, I I put things on. Like, I usually put YouTube on. Or if I put something on streaming, I'm listening. I'm most really, I'm not watching. <laughs> I, uh, I, my sleep is very minimal, <laughs> if sleep. even at all. Uh, I, I don't. Ever since I had the first kid, ever since we had Gwen, I haven't really slept. So, uh, I I can't say that uh, I miss that as much. But yeah, I do watch a lot of movies. I do watch a lot of TV shows. Once I get hooked into something, I tend to watch it all the way through, or I tend to play it or read it all the way through. Uh, but yeah, so for, so when I'm watching now, I haven't really jumped into any new TV shows yet, just because I'm waiting for. Uh, well, no, I finished, I think last episode I talked about Falcon and Winter Soldier. I uh, finished that, uh, this new season of creep show, I think yesterday, the final episode of the season came out. So I need to watch, I haven't watched it yet, but I need to watch that. So those are really the only two shows that I've kind of kept up with everything else. I haven't really jumped into a new series yet, but I've mostly just been sticking to movies. So for movies though. I started watching the subspecies movie series from uh, Full Moon, which is so far it's underrated. There are four movies out. One's being made in the near future. Um, it's about vampires, uh, but not like you know the sparkly vampires that Twilight brought us, and not the teenage angst vampires that, that the Lost Boys brought us. This is more of like the kind of gothic and Del Toro styled vampires. Um, on a low budget, but actually entertaining. It's not like silly low budget, like ginger dead man. This is like <laughs> low budget, like gore and practical effects and stop motion. And it's really entertaining. I, I was expecting cheese and just goofiness and it's pretty well done. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm kind of hooked on That's the, awesome. and I, I finished the three movies and there's one more left. I need to watch. Uh, and I'm hooked on it. Let me ask you, uh, when you say Del Toro, you mean like uh, Blade Two, uh, Predator Mouth vampires? No, more of like his uh, the Strain style of vampires. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, or or his movie, uh, or his movie, Chronos, uh, the that type of uh, you know, more of like the the horror based uh, type of vampires. Not, not 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 the Predator face, but more of like the the vampires that are uh, like a parasite of society like the parasite of humanity okay uh, gotcha. that type of regal like gothic just vampire almost like that romantic camera film uh romantic goth horror 
type thing? A little bit. I mean, the, 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 there, there's some romance there, but not a lot. But it's done in a way that uh, it's not overpoweringly cheesy or overpoweringly like sappy and everything. It's just done really well. Nice. And I was kind of surprised by it, uh, just because this came out in like the the mid '90s, and it just it's good. I'm I, I was surprised. So uh, yeah, watching that, I need to watch the fourth one probably over the weekend. Uh, I also finally watched for some reason I watched the Kentucky Friday movie, which is an old movie. I watched it twice now. <laughs> uh, I've never heard. I, I've always heard people were like reference it, but I've never watched it. And it was stupid, funny, nothing but skits. And I laughed the entire time. It was good. Uh, oh, it's, it's something that I have to recommend this to anybody. If, you, if you've seen it, I'm sorry I'm late to the party. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It is hilarious. I loved it. It was stupid funny. It's like yeah, watching like to the party. I, I somebody <laughs> sent me the text and I, I haven't. I left it on red. I haven't even <laughs> seen it once. So I, you're you're already ahead of me. Uh, it, it's it's like it's like what if Saturday Night Live was funny, uh, <laughs> and they made a movie. <laughs> uh, it, it's just so stupid funny, but it's just done in a like a good way, and I really enjoyed that movie. Uh, and then for playing games. I'm still playing Zombie Army 4. It's a fun game. I love it. Uh, the little Easter eggs that are in there, the details, a lot of fun. I know I tell people to check it out because it's free or it's really cheap. Definitely check it out. Worth playing. And then I downloaded a game mainly for the kids so they can watch me play something that's not horror-based or gross or violent. And it's called Rain on Your Parade. And it's very similar to the Angry was it Angry Goose or Angry Duck, the game? Oh, um, didn't you play on the call? The Untitled Goose Game? Yeah, yeah Untitled Goose Game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's basically, you're in a scenario and you have to cause havoc, but you have to do certain things on a checklist to go to the next stage. Mm. Um, but, you're, but the premise is that you're a little rain cloud and you rain on people causing havoc and causing them to do something. And just to give, uh, just to kind of give you an example of like one of the stages... One of the stages is like Metal Gear Solid, where you have to where you have to uh, stealth around, get these guards wet, and then cause an explosion by becoming not only a rain cloud but an oil cloud, and start a <laughs> and start a fire. Context is everything. <laughs> you gotta be it, sneaky. Go yeah, around get these guards wet. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and and it and it's very it's very Paper Mario like. It's very Paper Mario. That's so, awesome. it's free with Game Pass if you have it. A uh, lot of fun. I was surprised at just how thought out it was. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Um, I'm loving it. Uh, it's just so like adorably fun because you can get like little hats and little uh, disguises and little decorations for your rain cloud. You even turn different colors too. Like my rain cloud's green with a uh, with, with a with a top hat and sunglasses. This sounds like a fancy fart cloud. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> It's, it's it's the cloud of dew. It's the cloud of mountain dew. When you when you said when you said Metal Gear Solid, the first thing in my mind's eye was like, I remember playing that back in the day. Like it was a uh, Sons of Liberty. Yeah, um, it was like you know that that sound that and, and you know the little exclamation mark and oh the, oh that sound is in the game too when you're playing that stage. What That's because awesome. a, because a guy pops up with a mission for you to do, and he's telling you Metal Gear Solid style to do this this and this. 
So it's it's very um, uh, mission based, but that one side mission is like Metal Gear Solid, and it's hilarious. You're a giant it's cloud. So you're, stupid. You're, you're a giant cloud, and you're floating around. The guy like turns around, like, "Hey, who's there?" And you're just like, "Pretty much." And you're like, and, and you're like sneaking around, cloud. like. You're sneaking around like box crates and you're sneaking around trailers <laughs> to not get uh, seen or detected. Um, but whenever, but whenever you like, I uh, guess ran on a soldier, they start crying and running around the screen and the other soldiers aren't even alerted. They're just like ignoring the person crying and running around screaming. It's, it's, it's fun. It's just a stupid fun game. And I, I don't mean the game stupid as in the bad, just you don't need, you don't, you don't need like a guidebook or, you know, uh, an intent to play. It's just a fun Kind of relaxing game, uh, and and I really recommend that. Uh, and then lastly, I'm reading a book. I got back into reading uh, for now, and I picked up the book Knights of the Living Dead, which is like a whole bunch of side stories for the Romero classic Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. And so you've got authors like Joe Lansdale and a few others uh, who are on there who who submitted like short stories, and that's a really fun read. I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really liking it. The only thing I don't like is with Lansdale, um, he is from Texas, and he writes like a Texas yokel. So mm -hmm. lots of y'alls, lots of thick accents. Pretty much, he's, it sounds like he's writing the script for like a Rob Zombie film oh with a lot God. of like the, uh, the, the, the hillbilly uh, talk. Um, yeah. But overall, what the book is you know fine. what I mean? Spleens? Let's drink, drink this Lone Star. Get my man in the line. Let's kill somebody. What you mean you don't like racing? We're gonna run up that hill and go down on the backside. Oh it, it's God. just a lot of just like uh, hillbilly slang. Mm -hmm. And once you get past that, it's 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 like the stories are really enjoyable. The stories are really a lot of fun. So that's, cool. uh, that's a good book. And I, right now I'm I'm trying to make a deal for Ready Player Two because I want to read that one as well. I just haven't found a good deal for it yet. Yeah, but that I, one's on I'm my radar. Sure should read that as well, man, because. I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the first one. I have no reason to think the second one won't be as, just as good. Yeah, I, time to write it. So yeah, I I enjoyed the first book. The only thing that I wish was in the movie from the book was Ultraman, and they switched out uh, the gun or Ultraman for the Gundam in the movie That's because right. people want to be honest. Let's think about it. People want to see Ultraman versus Mechagodzilla. And that was kind of the fight that people were wanting to see going into that movie. And still a Gundam RX, you know, the RX 78 is still a cool looking Gundam. That's the grandpa, but it's not Ultraman. So <laughs> it's, it's nowhere near Ultraman. So mm -mm. Uh, that, that, that was kind of the discipline, but I'm kind of curious how they're going to follow it up. Um, just because I want to know how can you defeat the King of the nerds who beat, you know, the, the game. So, but that's all about me. So, what are you watching, playing, and reading? Man, um, I've been watching, um, you know, okay. So, there's a guy called Minty uh, Comedic Arts. It's this guy from Australia. He's on YouTube. <laughs> I, I, I imbibe way too much YouTube, man, because <laughs> at the end of the day, like, I spend a lot of time uh, on my feet during the day and sitting on my posterior at night drawing. And yeah. I got the headphones on, and I'm just like I said earlier. Well, in the pre-talk, we were talking about everything, and uh, I just end up listening to a lot of stuff. I, I hardly okay. get to watch anything. And this guy, he's, you know, he's just like his 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 whole shtick is ten things you didn't know about blah 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 movie. And so, 
a lot of the things I did know just from knowing it over the years, but then sometimes he drops a nugget of knowledge on you. You're like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, you know, it's just something to help, you know, kind of get me going along. Okay. Dude, Background noise. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, man, uh, bad wrestling on WWE, <laughs> good wrestling on AEW. I mean, it, I know it's, uh, I feel like I'm going to say that a lot because I, I hardly ever have time to watch much of anything, but we did watch Mortal Kombat the other day and we really enjoyed that. So that's, you know, and that's, there's two sides of that coin, obviously, if you oh, yeah. on the oh, interwebs yeah. in, in the last week or two, but you know, again, it's the same old thing. I tell people what Oscar worthy performance were you looking for in the Mortal Kombat movie? <laughs> Well, it's it's I think with Mortal well well we can talk about Mortal Kombat later because we've got yeah yeah questions for that we we do we got some questions with that um, playing with fire man I play with fire I burn I burn the candle at both ends uh, <laughs> and you know we caught we covered Disney emojis I mean that's not gonna that's never gonna change I feel like I'm gonna be seventy six and still playing that freaking game um, <laughs> reading you know I just picked up a Predator book today uh, it's based on the Shane I think it's in the Shane Black. Uh, the new predator. It's kind okay. of off of that predator universe. Um, is this a novel or is this a comic? It's a novel. Okay. Um, oh, wait, wait, which one is, well, who's the publisher? Uh, I want to say Del Rey, but I'm not sure if it's Del Rey, then it's, if it's Del Rey, then it's after predator two and before any of the new stuff. I have to double check. It's, it's not, I don't have it with me. It's down okay. inside the car, but uh, I, at my undisclosed comic shop, I, I picked it up there and, okay. And, uh, okay. I was like, oh, because I've been trying to pick up some more prose novels. I mean, I yeah, obviously yeah. read comics, but you know how I don't know how long. It's, I mean, actually, I do know how long it's been since I've read a book. I read the Young Bucks book uh, a couple of months ago. That's on my year. list. That's on my list too. I yeah. have it. I just haven't yeah. read it yet. It's really good. It's really good. Okay. Well, it's funny that you mentioned Predators. That you're reading Predator books because I'm reading Alien books, or I've read uh, several of the Alien books within the last two years. I read the the Queen the Queen's War uh books which dealt with the whole ripley clone saga stuff so that's kind of funny that you're reading predator and i've read alien oh we're at odds <laughs> we are natural enemies we must go to random planets to destroy one another pretty much <laughs> <laughs> but they're good though they're, they were good reads the, the queen war stuff was pretty good that's awesome yeah, man. I mean, other than that, comics, you know, uh, the Donnie Kate stuff uh, for Venom has just been great. Uh, King okay. in Black. Um, Spidey's got that new suit and everything. I just, and, you know, just I'm a spider guy, so I'm basic in that way, I guess. Okay. That, well, that's good. That's yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, like we see you said, Predator, I'm like, for books or the, the comics? Because, I, yeah, I've read a whole bunch of Alien books. I still got a lot more to read that I picked up at half price that I want to read uh, because I, for some reason I love the alien universe. I don't know why, but, uh, but I own no merch, but I love the alien books. Well, so. dude, because I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, man, there's no shortage of merch for aliens, but you're yeah. going to pay through the nose to get it. It's going to be your baseline of $30 per figure. And then that's just like a NECA or something like that. Then you yeah, can that's have like figure arts. Yeah. Figure arts uh, are freaking, you know, hundred bucks baseline and up. Depending yeah. on how gigantic of a figure you buy. I almost grabbed the NECA alien, the rhino alien or the mm. rhino xenomorph. I almost picked it up just because that's the, that's one of the toys I had when I was a kid. I was about to say, that's the one based off the old school Kenner. 
Yes, yes. Nice. Yeah, I had the rhino, I had the praying mantis, and I had the snake, xenomorphs. Which, uh, which, which is great because this is kind of our segue where we're going to talk about next, and that's uh, toys, stuff for hunting, what we're like our wish lists, what we found recently. Uh, because <clears throat> not in the last two years, toys and toy hunting has become like a it's it kind of exploded everywhere all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, man. Whether it be wrestling figures or the NECAs or movie figures or superheroes, it's gotten really big and really popular to the point where now you've got people buying cases, flipping them. We've dealt with them. You've dealt with them. I've, I have as well. And it's just a big just kind of hassle that we're yeah. dealing with. And while that's part of the hunt, it's also part of the, the frustration with this stuff, too. It so, is, man. It really is. So, yeah. Uh, so, what are you hunting for? Like, like, so what's your what's on your current hunt list? If you have one, top of the list for me, I'm gonna have to say, would be the Four Turtles in Disguise box set, the NECA box set. Yes, that'd be yes. the one I've been keeping my eyes peeled for at Target. Which you know, again, if you're not on the inner circle of yeah. <laughs> flippers, you might as well forget it. Uh, yeah. Maybe if I make a nice little chunk of change to the toy show this weekend, that'd be if I make one purchase for a reasonable price, it'd probably be that. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. And of course, I'm always looking for uh, wrestling figures. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, I I, I delve deep on WWE elites, uh, AEW <laughs> uh, unrivaled figures. Yeah. Um, man, I, at one point I was doing the retros, the mm-hmm. WWE retros. Then they quit making them. And I was like, well, that's a bummer. Uh, right about that time, I, I ended up coming across a huge lot of uh, old school Hasbro's. I was going to I was going to go in with both feet, man. I was going to jump in with both feet because everybody's doing it now, and there is yeah. serious money in these retros and and uh, in, in these WWF slash WWE Hasbro figures. And I'm I'm just not going to do it. Uh, there's just too much <laughs> stuff for me to throw yeah. all this money into. Um, so I'm going to be dumping off uh, some Hasbro's at the toy show this Sunday. Now look, here's the thing. So. Everybody put their tinfoil hat on <laughs> and get ready for this FR insanity. Look, I really feel like um, the reason the boom is happening, it's all about marketing. We're all mm-hmm. the the 18, the, what's the demo, the demo god, the 18 to 48 demographic. We're in the so, middle of that. Yeah, pretty much. We, we, we're kids. We were kids in 95 and now we're almost 40 and we have money. <laughs> and sometimes no sense and we don't think about the fact that we have bills to pay but we see an awesome toy and it's 30 bucks i'm like ah i can swing it and then you get it man so okay here's the thing is it the nostalgia do you think it's 100 percent nostalgia it's a combination <laughs> of nostalgia uh-huh. um and in in so much as you want to buy your childhood back because yeah, the do. world sucks <laughs> yeah anyway you slice it people are insane and you know, and I'm speaking in generalizations, but my God, if you listen to this podcast, you 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 live day to day life. I'm not telling you anything <laughs> that you don't know. But um, with everything going digital now, man, like there's streaming services, all this stuff. Uh, for God's sakes, Dogmas DVDs and Blu-rays are like skyrocketing because they're owned by the Weinstein Company, and that's a yep. whole other barrel of monkeys that we don't want to get into. But like, you want a hard copy? I want to, dude. I. <sighs> 
FT, uh, NFTs and, and Dogecoin and all this bullcrap, all this theoretical uh, money and theoretical market. I don't trust it as far as I can digitally throw it. I, I need physical media. I need a copy <laughs> of that DVD. I want a CD copy of that, even though I have no CD player in my car. I, you know, uh, it's an investment thing at the end of the day. I really feel like, you know, if we go the Mad Max route, okay, and we're all wearing football pads and we're driving, you know, uh, old rusted out, rusted bucket chargers, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we're just, you know, having to drink pee because we, there's no water, whatever the case may be, like, I'm going to have this really rare, hard to find Walter figure that was a ringside collectible <laughs> that I could trade for a six months worth of food from some other wrestling fan who's got his own, you know, corner of America he's conquered. And I need to get paid. I need food to live in this post-apocalyptic hellscape that is coming. Eventually. That's my Walter figure. <laughs> I'm not getting rid of my Walter figure. Oh, it's. Our Walter figure. My Walter figure. I bought it. <laughs> well, like, well, well, like, well. I mean, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a collector of the physical media for movies, uh, and you've seen my collection, and I've let you borrow a lot of the movies too. That way, you don't have to spend money on a movie that you might not like. But yeah, you've seen my collection and stuff, and I think it was announced uh, a few days ago, or maybe last week. I forget. Where is it? I think it was Warner Brothers doesn't want to do physical media anymore. They want to go straight to digital only, uh, to kind wow. of to kind of uh, I guess save money or to start cutting losses that they assume will happen. And this comes out after pre-sales for Godzilla vs Kong and pre-sales for Mortal Kombat on uh, Blu-ray and on 4K. Uh, we're hitting records. So the decision wait, record highs or record lows? Record highs. For physical media and the, physical media. Wait, wait, they want to quit making physical media after they have record pre-sales. Yep. How does that work exactly? This is Warner Brothers. This is the same company that will make 18 Batman movies with the Wayne's dying and every single one of them, and then make bad decisions on not capitalizing on a lesser known non-Batman character to grow their franchise. Same can company. Imagine, can you imagine a Red Hood movie? Well, not even just Red Hood. Imagine a Red Tornado movie. A movie about a sentient android that can cause natural disasters by spinning around and learning human emotion. Or let's take something that's very similar to Batman, but had eight seasons of a show like Green Arrow. Well, we had a Green Arrow movie. Yeah. I mean, just something that's not Batman or not Superman. And this is the studio that makes decisions to not go in on a lesser known character to revamp it and do what Marvel did for Iron Man. Because to let's be honest, Iron Man wasn't a big name. And if you weren't reading Avengers or weren't reading Marvel comics, you really didn't know anything about Iron Man. You weren't really knowledgeable of him until the movies came out. And then that kind of boomed a franchise with all the heroes. I mean, even Ant-Man has a movie, has two movies, a third one coming out. I mean, yep. that's that, that that's the point of marketing right there. And Warner Brothers marketing thing is, well, Batman still sells. Let's just crank out more Batman. 
it, it, so many opportunities, man. Missing so many opportunities. It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, they're slowly doing that now with with Harley Quinn, with cranking up more media of her. But it's like they they try to they try to you know milk the golden cow until it's dead, and then they move on to, to try to find another golden cow, and without you know building a bigger base for a franchise. And yeah, but yeah, they're they're losing physical media. But to get off that track and go back to the toys, yeah, sorry, of of what you're looking for. So you're looking for the turtles in the skies, the NECA stuff, and uh, and and I I know I'm keeping my eyes my eyes open for you too in our uh, group chat of uh, collectors corner. uh, That I'm looking for that as well for you as well. Um, So what else? Like what 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 else is on your hit list? Man, I really feel like um, I really want the uh, the WWE Legends line, Elite Legends okay. line. I need that Vader. I need it something serious. Vader. I missed. I yeah. I missed the boat on the first Legends Vader. Uh-huh. That sells for who knows how freaking much now, man. Um, just Vader was always one of my favorite guys back in the day because he was just yeah so under underutilized and unappreciated. You know, <laughs> I. I uh- just a great wrestler. Uh, I mean, he's a good wrestler. Yeah. And of course, you know, guys would say that, uh, you know, he was, uh, you know, not great in the ring or whatever, but, um, dangerous. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. We can just go on days for for days about who's dangerous in the ring. Who's not. Well, I was a Vader fan mainly because, uh, I first saw him on boy meets world. Oh, yeah. And he was also on uh, Baywatch as well. Uh, he, when WCW was doing like crossovers with like other TV shows and stuff, mm-hmm. it was like, it was, it was like Hogan, Macho, and a few others versus Ric Flair's Goon Squad on the beach. And this was like an episode of like based on Bash of the Beach, where they promoted with Baywatch. It was so stupid, but uh, I remember being introduced to him there, and I'm like, okay, this guy's pretty big. He wears a he wears a mask, um, kind of terrifying. But I became a fan, and I like. And for me, I like the weird characters. But Vader is one of the ones I do like. He, he's yeah. he's out there. The word that gets, the word that gets thrown around is toyetic. He's definitely that. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's a comic book character come to life, man. He's he's just so cool looking, and like so. Yeah, to my point, like the series three legends Vader is yes. online for like a hundred anywhere from one twenty five to two hundred, depending on what you're looking to pay. So like, I wow. really don't want to have to, you know. Uh, screw the pooch twice on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I understand. I definitely understand. Uh, I know with wrestling figures, he was on there for a while. Um, and when I stopped collecting wrestling figures, I, I, that was kind of a big loss because that was one of the ones I did when fine was him. Uh, I never found a Vader. I never found the, the, okay. The ones I looked for when I was collecting wrestling figures, like back then, was I was looking for an elite Miz, an elite Jack Swagger. Uh, the Wrestling Classics Vader and Wrestling Classics Tito Santana. Those are the ones I was looking for. And I never found them, but I kind of moved on <laughs> since then. So, um, but, but I do remember looking for Vader, and I kept checking my b- local big lots all the time, hoping to find one. Never did, but it happens. Yeah, I mean it's you know that that's that's the 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 love hate relationship we have, man, is the joy of finding it and the heartbreak of not finding it. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So, uh, so, do you have anything? Do you have any others that are on your hit list that that you're that you're looking for? 
that immediately come to mind. Oh man. Um, gosh, not really, man. I mean, I may, and maybe I'm blanking because I'm I'm constantly, you know, trying. Well, you know what? I lied. I lied. Uh, I might have to invest in that Jurassic uh, Express Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus two pack. Oh uh, yeah, it looks dope, dude. And uh, hey, let me ask you, Aaron, <laughs> what's missing from the Jurassic Express two pack? That well, you know, bite size Marco or fun size Marco stunt. Yeah, can you rationalize that for me? Because I, I can. Oh, I'm at a loss. I can, I, and I'll tell you why. I can. For wrestling figures, they say it takes it takes eight months to a year to make, correct? Right. From scanning to sculpting to getting the color right to painting to production and all of it. Eight months to a year, right? Mm-hmm. Eight months ago, it was still just Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Marco didn't come in until later on. And by that time, oh. they were already in production. Okay, so, that's fair. That's fair. So Marco didn't, I think what I remember reading or hearing that Marco didn't get scanned until either may or june of last year so he was well past whenever they were already in production of uh luchasaurus and jungle boy wow which brings up an interesting interesting question do we get another like a three pack kind of like that undisputed three pack or do we just get a single marco stunt figure because i feel like not everybody and i'm kind of on the fence i want to get this two pack but mm-hmm. i really want to wait for a three pack you know what i mean well well, the two pack itself is pretty cool just because it has, you know, Luchasaurus on Jungle Boy's shoulders, which is, you know, oh, that's vice the variant. versa. Yeah, the very, so, there's yeah, two like, different ones. Yeah, yeah, there's two different ones. But, I mean, that's still a cool box and packaging and everything. Mm-hmm. But who knows? But, I mean, if you're going to do a three pack with those, with those two or the, with that group, then you have to do a three pack with best friends. And we've already got Orange Cassidy and we've got Trent and we've got Chucky e. T coming out i think in waves six or seven don't you mean trent <laughs> what who did i say i said no no you did it's just when, they, when, oh. when, when uh justin i think it's justin roberts when he when he, when he announced him out <laughs> to the ring because it he's got the, the 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 question mark after his name like ron uh, he's like trent <laughs> <laughs> that is that is true that that is very much true no, you got a point though. I mean, uh, a three pack. I mean, at this point, I mean, if, if it continues to go the way they wanted to go, a four pack with uh, Chris Statlander. Dude, but, there's but, so many freaking groups in AEW. Well, there's all these factions, so you don't know if the factions are going to last that long. So before you know if they deserve a, a multi pack. I mean, but but let's be honest. If AEW does release a multi pack, there's only one group that comes to mind for a faction for multi pack. There's only one, and that's Inner Circle. Oh my god. You, you have to have inner circle five pack. I mean, yeah, the elite, you could you could do that with Kenny and the Bucks, but most of the elite members who were originally there have are doing their own thing. So it's kind of yeah, you, you kind of need to do inner circle as as the multi-pack first. Yeah, I think inner circle would be dope. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a no-brainer, man. Like that uh, you know, you need to have them uh, you know, maybe the st- stadium stampede and they're staying yes. in stampede gear. I think yeah. that'd be the way to go with their little jerseys and crap like that. <laughs> Dude, that would be so great. That would be and pretty cool. To further the point, I want Matt. And I want him in the freaking uh, golf cart. Matt and Kenny in the golf cart? Matt and Kenny in the golf cart. That would be pretty cool. That yeah. would that would be a pretty cool accessory. Uh, it would sell. There's no, there's no way it wouldn't. 
Well, I remember they teased that uh, over the summer that they were they, that, that they wanted to do that over the summer. They wanted to put him in the golf cart. Um, I don't know what happened, but uh, that yeah, that would be pretty cool to have as a as a multi pack or as a, as a vehicle slash set kind of thing. Kind of like mm-hmm. what they did with him with the with the mower of lawns in WWE when he had that accessory yeah, pack. Dude, I it, oh god, it would be so great to see the golf, the cart of golf, <laughs> the cart of golf, dude. <laughs> and I have no reason to believe this won't happen. Uh, with the ratings being consistently dominant yeah. over NXT from basically day one, uh, bar a few you know really good NXT shows here and there, which I'm not taking anything away from NXT. I obviously love NXT, but yeah. Um, and we know we and if we don't even we if we even if we only recently learned the cons have money, it's not like you know these guys are loaded. And, and Tony Khan is going to throw money at everything. He's buying rights to songs, songs. in perpetuity <laughs> for entrance music. I am blown away by that. When's the last time we had that in WWE? Was it CM Punk? Was CM Punk? Yeah. No, no, it was. Um, it was. Uh, uh, Triple H had a new Motorhead for like one or two shows before uh, it went back. To, yeah, but was uh, it like a new Motorhead, or was it like custom made with like, all about the game? Was it like no, about no, 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 it, no? It was a new Motorhead song for him, and then it went back to King of Kings because he had oh. it for like two shows, and then it went back. But oh, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that was the last time they actually had a legit song that's on the radio or that was on the radio was for CM Punk. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I forget the name of the song they're using for Orange Cassidy, but it's one you hear on the buzz all the time. Oh, it's uh, the Pixies. Uh, Where's my mind? There you go. Now, I love that song, man. And yeah, it's great. I love it's it even song. more now that it's Orange Cassidy's entrance music. <laughs> it's a great song, yeah. Definitely a great song. And uh, actually, that all this AEW talk um, is actually coming to where some of the figures I'm still hunting for. Because AEW figures are very hard to find. I have yet to see many in the wild. And the ones I have seen in the wild, either A, the box is damaged, or I already have them. Um, or it's Reho. I've only seen one Riho, and I bought that Riho. I've only seen one Riho all the time. She's a big warmer of AEW figures, poor thing. Not my, not my target. I only saw her once. I bought her, and I have not seen her on a peg since. Holy cannoli! That's crazy, man. Like, I, I, uh, it gets to the point now where I see her, I'm just, I have to like laugh, like laugh to myself, kind of like uh, the guy <laughs> from the room, <laughs> and just like you know, yeah. Oh hi, Riho. You know, <laughs> but uh, I'm looking for the Penta figure for for a Pentagon. And I'm looking for Hangman. Those are the two that I, I'm missing that I need that I want to get from AEW. Uh, that I know that's currently out. I mean, I kind of want to mox, but uh, not really. Uh, but I've got Jericho. I've got the Bucks. I've got Kenny. Uh, but I, I need Hangman and Penta. Those are the main. Those are the other two. And I have Orange Cassidy. But yeah, I need Kenny and uh, I mean, I need uh, Penta and Hangman. Yeah, and uh, right? yeah. So hopefully, I can find one this weekend at the show. Hopefully. I'd be shocked if somebody didn't have them. Of course, you're going to pay thirty to forty bucks a piece for them, but they there's a strong chance they're going to be there. Pretty, I, I have a feeling there will be. And so then I'm also, yeah, I mean, what else, <clears throat> dude? Okay, so Sunday is your perfect opportunity for you to look. What are you looking for? Pretty much, uh, I, I'm going to be looking for a thing, and then of course I'm looking for, and uh, I know I know Bacon has one, the the giant Skeletor pop. I have yet to see one in the wild. Uh, I have found the giant He-Man. I have seen Beast Man. Uh, I have not found a giant Skeletor yet. 
So Did you buy Beastman? If if you if you no, didn't, I didn't buy Beastman. I didn't okay, buy Beastman. Wait, because he is the peg warmer of giant figures as far as like GameStops and Think Geeks have them all the time. Well, he is. I guess for your side of town, our side of town, the peg warmer is uh is a uh, is it Duo the the little droid from Star Wars? It's Duo, and it's uh Olaf. Those are the those are still the two peg with the giant pop peg warmers that we have uh, at our Target wow. and at our Walmart. Are those two? I've seen a lot of those too. And uh, was it the thing, the Fantastic Four thing? Those uh, sell out. Those have, those have surprisingly sold out at our targets. That's wild, man. Because I know when I've gone one day, there are like four of them on the shelf. And then when I go like two days later, they're gone. And then when I come back a few days later, there's like another two on the shelf. So those, the things have been selling decently. I know the Green Goblin, the Spider Verse Green Goblin wasn't selling at all. Oh, and I, and kind I, mean, that's sad. I don't want it. It looks, I don't like it, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, I, I like that. They try to give him like the ultimate green goblin wings from the old, from the ultimate Spider-Man series, but I just don't like that green goblin. I'm not exactly. a fan of it. Uh, the thing I, every time I see the thing, I kind of like, should I get it? Because I want to get it, but I don't like that. His eyes aren't blue. You know, he, ha- he has to have blue eyes. Oh, you mean the ever loving blue eyed thing? Yeah. Imagine that, right? It's the thing. <laughs> How do you miss that? It's only his freaking tagline. This also comes from the same company that when they first released Voltron, he was a regular sized pop and not a giant one. Uh, so giant robots, you know, Walmart has a giant Optimus. Yeah, I've seen. I saw that. I did see the giant Optimus. And I hate Transformers, but he looks cool. <laughs> I I I don't like Transformers. I'm not in love with them. I don't hate them. I'm like in between. So I that that's pretty much all I can say about that. Keep it. Keep in mind. When I say I hate Transformers, it's coming from the kid who, you know, had the G.I. Joes and the Masters of the Universe and mm-hmm. the Turtles and the Thundercats and who did not want to have to spend 30 minutes or more <laughs> transforming my stupid robots before I could fight them. And then if I dare even say, uh, Autobots, roll out. And then I had to roll them out. So we're spending <laughs> another 30 minutes transforming the stupid cars. I did not like it. I did I, not like it. And I can agree with you on that. But I will say there's something about the um, seeing the Dinobots in toy form that I was like, man, I, w- I want those. I want that Grimlock. And I'm glad that, you know, didn't last long because I I, I just, yeah, the, the only two Transformers I own, I mentioned this last episode too, was I had the Grimlock. I bought a newer Grimlock and I bought the Mountain Dew race car Transformer from, I think, Transformers 3, the movie. Yeah. Those are the only two. Those are the only two Transformers that I own. That's it. <laughs> oh man, I, I can I can safely say I own zero. Uh, here's <laughs> the thing. So, like, <laughs> we were talking about this at work today. Actually, when people come in to, to sell their toys, um, especially Transformer guys, I yeah. have to give them credit because they they really they know the name of every freaking Transformer they bring in. <laughs> so, like, let's say you know Joe Blow comes in and say, "Oh, let's sell these Transformers." Okay, cool, man. Uh, like first thing I say is do me a favor, <laughs> hang out because I have no idea what I'm looking at outside of Optimus, Bumblebee, Megatron, Starscream, uh-huh. uh, you know, the the radio guy. Like I mean, I know the basic <laughs> ones. The radio the guy. Oh, God, uh, with the shockwave. With the, shockwave. Is it with uh? He's got Ravage the cat tape and everything. Oh, Soundwave. Sound is it shock, Soundwave? Soundwave. Yeah, Soundwave. Yeah, Soundwave. Yeah. But like I'll I'll know those. But then again, is it a masterpiece release or is it an original uh, or is it a okay. Japanese import and blah, 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 oh, blah. Okay. 
and okay. not only that, then there's characters I've never seen before. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> uh, my Google my Google lens won't tell me what the hell this is. Who is this? Oh, well, that's the uh, 2005 release of Sacktap. I'm like, what the hell is Sacktap? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I, I get you. I understand that one. I get I get you on that one. I I, I completely understand that one. So, uh, yeah, totally understand. Uh, but yeah, it's the yeah, the yeah the Transformers thing. Uh, I see that a lot. I, I see it a lot, and I, and I know a few friends who are huge into Transformers. They have giant collections of Transformers, and they like to point out their Transformers. And I'm just like, I don't really care. I'm not a big, I'm not a big thing, and I, I'm not into it. But at the same time, whenever like Masters of the Universe comes out with a new character, I'm like, oh crap, I know who that is. I know who that is, and it's kind of vice versa. Yeah, turnabout's fair play. I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit here and uh, and be fork tongued about my. Uh, my fellow transformer uh, nerd enthusiasts and not have them point out my, uh, my ridiculousness in regards to wrestling and Spider-Man and turtles. I, I can't say nerds cause I have a huge master's collection and it's old and new. And see that kind of, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of play off bacon there. I was surprised that, she, that bacon had a masters of the universe collection. Um, cause to be honest, there are not a lot of female fans who love, that genre or that 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 series without really heavily implying the Shira side of that uh that collection. Yeah. And I was really surprised, but it's really cool to see that she is into Masters of the Universe. Dude, I, I even have the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive He-Man What's Going On figure mint in box. Okay, okay, you know how you like to rub things into somebody who doesn't have those specific things and you <laughs> make them feel really bad about that, not having that. Um, this is kind of that feeling, and okay, let's move along. So now, <laughs> you see how like Sammy Zayn will, will dance to his ska music and everything. Like when we put He Man on and that theme song comes on, I'm doing, I'm doing that, man. It's like a, my own private mosh pit. And, and, and okay, and, you know what, you know, and we all know that ska music is just Tejano music for white people. We know that. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> To, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. So, okay. So, so what figures do you wish would be made like toys or figures or sets that, that you wish we kind of touched on that with, you know, the golf cart for Matt Hardy and Kenny for the, uh, what was it? Double or nothing last year or no, it was, uh, wait, was it double or nothing? The pay-per-view. Uh, well, the stadium stampede, right? Yeah, stadium stampede. Yeah. It was, that was double or nothing. Wasn't it? I can look it up. We have VR live. We have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have the interwebs after all um yeah stuff i want to see made oh my god okay so okay okay let's okay let's uh think of at least five that we get we kind of start going for that and we'll just kind of see where that takes us then <laughs> okay so uh you know being that i'm married to the unicorn that is bacon and who loves masters of the universe it'd be mm -hmm. really cool if they did a giant size pop of scare glow and it glows in the dark Oh, that'd be that would be pretty cool. That, that would be, be sick. Cool. Of course, it's going to be you know Toy Tokyo exclusive crap. <laughs> and it's only going to be online for twenty six minutes, and yeah. every bot's got them. And then next thing you know, it's going to be four hundred dollars online. So that's one of them. Okay. okay. Um. Secondly, I think it would be really cool to um, you know, Marvel Legends uh, at one point had the twelve inch line. Yes. Uh, they need to bring those back. Okay. And I want to see a Kane Scarlet Spider. 12 inch figure really yeah because that's her houston spidey yeah he is yeah that, that is okay i mean you read the series right 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I read it. Like the yeah, the whole joke about not being able to swing through the webs or swing through the city because there's no tall buildings, <laughs> or be on the side of the building because you bring your damn yeah. fingers off. <laughs> so so uh, so he'd have to like ride the bus around the city to get where he needs to go. It's so good, man. Uh, that's two. Um, and although it will never happen uh, for obvious reasons for anybody who's a wrestling fan, but I really like to. It'd be nice to have an, an elite uh, Owen Hart figure, like a new elite Owen True. Hart. True. Very true. Um, but there's hope though, because they did do his um micro brawler yeah. for charity. Uh there's always a chance that it'll be a super seven. You know what I mean? Because Super Seven's done the Matt Cardone and Brian Myers, they did the Good Brothers, um, you know, in the elite scale. So it's that's a possibility. And that's what that's what that's some of the rumblings online anyway. Who who's doing the the Okada and the uh, Tanahashi like super detailed figures? Super seven. Super that's super seven? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so they're 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 taking a big chunk in going into the wrestling figure game. So I would I would legit be shocked if we didn't see uh, some sort of Owen Hart figure. Obviously, he will, you know it, they're going to have to do something with his gear, uh, like from you know Stampede or something that's not WWE owned or whatever. But yeah, it's something that's not owned by him. Once they do it, it's going to sell out. Oh, it definitely so, will. It definitely three. will. That's three figures for me. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, yeah, and my wife just pointed out uh, Luke Harper, or I'm sorry, Brody Lee. Yes, a Brody Lee and a ne- and a negative one. Uh, I think it, what was it? Uh, Jeremy Padauer put that tweet out the other day. It was like, uh, you know, throw me your ideas for what you want to see for WW or AEW Unrivaled. And Stu Grayson uh, tweeted back at him, uh, proposing a um, eight figure build a figure set of all the Dark Order, Colt, everybody. Mm-hmm. And the builder figures Brody Lee and 10 comes with negative one. That would be would pretty cool. The whole freaking set, dude. There's no way I wouldn't get Johnny Hungy. I'm a, I have <laughs> to have the whole thing. I have to have the whole thing. That that is very true. That that is very true. And they could do and with that line, they could do a chase with uh with Silver and Reynolds wearing uh Dark Order uh we call uh, recruitment member shirts. <laughs> oh as as a chase. Yeah, soft goods shirts. Oh, dude, I would die. Yeah, like recruitment member shirts, and then uh, for I think five, uh, have him with the uh, well, like, well, like with the painted five uh, Roman numeral five on his chest, or the 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 five T shirt on his like instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they they could do so much with that with that line, and then but but one of the accessories for that set has to be a bunch of rolled up papers. I was just thinking that <laughs> Brody Lee figure. Wait, are we talking about a Brody Brody Lee figure, or are we talking about a Rob Van Dam figure? Well, well, different rolling oh, papers. Rolled up papers, not rolled up papers. papers. Got you. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> my bad. No. Rolled up papers. I'm being I'm trying to be funny and feeling horribly at it, but no, no. Um, yeah, he'd have to have the rolled up papers, um, dude. Uh, Anna, was it Anna J? Anna J. Yeah, her figure would be awesome. I mean, it's just the whole thing would be dope, man. I mean, we would have to. I mean, at this point, it's it's. I'm sure it's in the tube. I'm sure it's just a matter of time. It probably is. It yeah. probably is. Uh. Oh, one more. Yeah, one more. See, I want to see Noel. One, one more wish. One more wish. I want to see a Marvel Legend of Noel from King and Black. The storyline is happening right now in Spider-Man. He's the symbiote god, essentially. Huh, okay. He's well, pretty good looking. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen because with Marvel Legends, they like to re-release Spider-Man. They like to re-release Wolverine. And they like to re-release Iron Man. And if there's a new Spider-Man enemy, hero, anything, they're going to re-release it with like a different variants. 
So yeah. I'm sure that's going to happen. Not a matter of, you know, if, but just a matter of when for, uh, oh, for that. Honorable mention, honorable mention. We've gotten Silk. We've gotten Silk. Uh-huh. But Silk in her webbing uh, costume. Like when she first became Silk, she had oh, to okay. herself up. That would be cool. Okay. But yeah, anyway. That, That'd be pretty cool. What about you, man? What 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 are the things that are on your uh, top My five wish? list? Yeah. Wish? Okay, so uh, we talked NECA. I'm a big horror nerd. I, I love horror movies. Uh, I want to see critters in NECA form. The crites, the little porcupines of death. Uh, I want to see them as like you get like a pack of four. I was just about uh, to ask you: Do you get one big one, kind of like a, like a like a gremlins figure, or do you? No, get no, like no, no. Well, here, I, what I would do is like you have two different versions. You have the you have a pack of four, which comes with uh, a regular critter, one that's bloodied up, one with the bald cap from like the scene from part one where he gets the scalp shot off. Yep. And then the last one where one's eating a like a turkey leg or a chicken leg, like he's got oh, one in the, in the mouth. It's so good. The second one would be a two pack, which would be the giant critter which is on the, the cover of the box art for the first movie and the giant critter ball where like it's the ball of the mini mouths from, <laughs> from part two. Yes. So critters and, but NECA form critters. Uh, I, I would love to see that. That that's something that I definitely want to see. Uh, I know a lot of people have like shouted them out online. They want to see that. Uh, I can say, yes, I want to see that as well. Uh, I definitely want to see that as well. Um, one, uh, another wish I want to see, uh, kind of going back to, you know, the, again, I'm, I'm pretty much, this will be NECA heavy just cause I love <laughs> those figures. Um, uh, I want to see Herbert West from, uh, the reanim- the reanimator movie series. Uh, and they, and they haven't done him for NECA or was that like the Mezco throwback or, or not Mezco, but, uh, uh, Mego throwback. They did, uh, it was like back when NECA was like at Toys R Us and they kind of did like the Mizco NECA crossover, like co- like collab figures. Okay. Like they did like the Freddy and the Doctor's outfit. They did the, they did uh, uh, like the NES uh, Jason, the first one with the box that made sounds and everything. Oh, they yeah. did a Herbert West. Um, but this was before like the big you know, horror movie icon kind of craze took over. Uh, again, because before it was like the it was like the movie maniacs line, and then it became the cult classics line. But those figures kind of fell through, like you know the they kind of fell through the cracks. And if you didn't know about them, then you kind of missed out. And then when you finally did know about them, it was too late. So uh, definitely want to get a Herbert West, uh, just because I love Stuart, uh, the Stuart Gordon movies of the Reanimator series. Uh, Jeffrey Combs is a phenomenal actor. I love I love his work. Uh, but I always liked that movie trilogy as a whole. And I thought they were pretty cool. And uh, I would love to see them just add the detail, like, you know, having the, uh, the Dean's head, like, like with the bat wings and like the body and like, you know, uh, the syringes and everything. I think that would just be a really cool idea that they could do now with their ultimate line, because I mean, the ultimate Sam set that they released is amazing. They did the ultimate Michael Myers Halloween 2018 figure, which looks the detail is crazy accurate. Is that the one with the light up pumpkin? Yes, the light up pumpkin like head, like the 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 um no 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 2018 has the um like the guy the cop's head that's been carved like a jack-o'-lantern. Oh okay. I was about to say I'm looking at my stuff. I have the uh I have a Michael Myers from that movie. 
mm-hmm. that has the little light up uh, LED light up pumpkin with the hard eyes. That might be the first or second. That might be the first or second one. Okay. Uh, the 2018 one comes with like the, the the head of one of the the cops where he like carved it into like a jack o' lantern. Uh, it's pretty violent. That one was pretty violent. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty violent. Um, number three, uh, I'm, I've got to go with uh, Back to Neck again. Um, one of my all time favorite movies all time is Return to the Living Dead. Uh, and I know another company did this I character think, years I ago. Coming. I think I know huh? it's coming. I, I, I think I know it's coming, but go ahead. Tarman. Yes, I knew Tarman. NECA Tarman. You could, you, I mean, you could do a lot of the characters from the movie, but Tarman is essentially, when you think of Return to the Living Dead, you see the gif of Tarman screaming, more brains. You see the walk, you see the goofy face with the eyeballs and the smile and everything. Um, they need to have a NECA version of that figure. It's It's... It'll oh just be God. crazy detailed, a lot of fun. Uh, something needs to happen. Uh, and yes, I would so buy so many of those figures just to have different paint variations just for my own personal collection. You know, for a figure that has that wants more brains, this is a no-brainer. I agree. It's a shame mm-hmm. that hasn't happened. It, and it definitely needs to happen. It, it's something that needs to happen. Uh, so yeah, Return of the Living Dead needs to happen. And plus, Alan Troutman, the guy who played Tarman, is at any and every convention that happens. If you have a horror convention that's in a parking lot, chances are Tarman will be there. You know, sign autographs. Super friendly guy. Super uh, just nice and will talk to you about everything. And just to get the autograph would be really cool. That's awesome. Uh, next, I got to go uh, uh, an- another favorite movie of mine. That's I've told people to watch it. I let them borrow it. It's a different type of horror movie. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, Leslie Vernon. There's a movie called Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. It's an amazing movie. Definitely an amazing movie. It needs a NECA figure. Uh, That character is so underrated. The movie is underrated. Uh, It doesn't get as much credit as it should. And it's just a fun, fun movie. I love it. It's usually my number one, uh, if not Return to Living Dead. Uh, And that figure need and that character needs an action figure yeah that movie's uh, so good man when you introduced me to it i love the take i love like <laughs> how we're just like we're just nonchalantly going to dig somebody up out of the ground because that's his like little quiet place and uh, just little little things like that man just made that movie so you know uh special i i i'm glad that you introduced me to it uh when did that come out was that 2012 no that came out in 2008 2008 no 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 2006 sorry 2006 you're kidding me no Okay, so 2006, so we missed the 10th. Did they do anything for the 10th year? Or no, the they, year? They, they did not do anything for the 10th year. They Dude, did nothing. So your, your next hope for an action figure is feasibly 2026. Yeah, yeah. 20 years. And even then, it's going to be a crowdfunded thing, and you're going to have to pony up the dough. Uh, I know you'll yep. do it, and it's a shame <laughs> that you'll have to wait that long. But yeah. I, you know, as much as I love that movie, I feel like that's what's probably going to be the the route they go if they do anything. Because I don't know, do anything, that, produ- yeah. that production company still in existence. I don't think they are anymore. I know Anchor Bay did the distribution for the movie, the, the like the DVD and the Blu-ray rights. Oh well, they did the DVD rights. Uh, Blu-ray went to Shout Factory. So I mean, it, they can get the funding now if they wanted to, because they that that movie has a big following. 
Okay. But it's just. Let me say this. Let me say this. I'm gonna throw this out to you. Mm-hmm. I want you to let this stew in your brain. I want you to, to just absorb what I'm about to tell you. It is not outside the realm of possibility that you and I could inquire and acquire <laughs> merchandising rights for Leslie Vernon. Possibly. I mean, really and truly, like let's say for instance, something happens in the next few years that we just get wildly successful on something and make a a, 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 a ridiculous amount of money, mm-hmm. and you know. We we can make connections and talk to people. Hell, I could sculpt myself if I can if I just put the effort in and learn how to do it. And we could sculpt <laughs> and do our own crowdfunding and make that figure. You know, you would do it with love. You know, you I, would put I, the absolute effort into it. I, I definitely would. I would definitely do it. There, there's no denying that. Okay, uh, would, that no be denying the, would that be in the case? What does he come with? Ooh, ooh, yeah. Two. Well, he, he'd have three heads. He had his normal head. He had mm-hmm. the head with the makeup on, and then you have the mask. Okay. Those are the three hats he had the, that he had to come with. He would come with the uh, with the sickle because that's his main weapon. Um, <clears throat> he'd also come with a broken bat, right? And, and he'd also come with a uh, with, with a, a, a a broken pickaxe, uh, just because he, he has to you know he has to sabotage the weapons. Mm-hmm. And of course, he'd have to come with the uh, with the apple uh, presser, like a little yeah. apple presser. Okay, I like it. I like it. Now, let me ask you this. The packaging. Uh, are we doing a uh, are we doing a clamshell like we're doing the uh, the NECA cult classic type clamshell? Are we doing like a, a window with a with a Velcro uh, covered box? Or what are we doing here? We are doing the box. The box would match the box art from the DVD, where it's just this mask on uh, the hollow foil uh, printing, so it's kind of mm-hmm. shiny. Then you yeah. open the mat. Then you open the mask up the front box, and that's where you see the figure with him in there wearing the mask. All right, man. You have my word. If if, if I get wildly <laughs> successful at something, we're we're putting this toy out there because I think you know, and you could probably attest to this. There's big enough cult following for that. That there's money. There's money on the table for that. Oh, definitely. I'm looking to see if I. Yeah, I can't find it right now. I don't know where that movie's at. Uh, it's somewhere back there. But yeah, yeah all uh, seven of you people that listen to this podcast don't get <laughs> no idea. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <clears throat> That's cool, man. I dig it. Yeah, and then my number one, uh, just because uh, I want this figure, uh, I'm going to kind of go to Pop, the, the Funko route, um, mainly because uh, his popularity has grown since his inclusion in to another game series recently. Uh, but I want to see a Funko Pop of Terry Bogard from uh, Fatal Fury and King of Fighters fame. Uh, I know he was introduced in uh, Smash Brothers, and a lot of people like that. Uh, I want some. I want. I want some uh, SNK to get some love from uh, Funko. And I want to see a Terry Bogart. You could throw Andy, his brother Andy, and you could throw uh, Joe Higashi in there as well. But uh, yeah, Terry's always been my fa- one of my favorite fighters. He's always been one of my uh, favorite characters to use in a fighting game. Uh, and I kind of want to see that happen. I know recently I found the amiibo of him online for a decent price, uh, not uh, flipper prices. Uh, but I found that and yeah, I just, I kind of wish that Funko would have a, uh, a Terry Bogart since, uh, his popularity has risen since smash brothers and that's fatal fury, right? Fatal fury. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. That's, I love that idea. Doesn't SNK also have metal slug? Yes. SNK has metal slug. <laughs> SNK has metal slug. They have uh, world heroes, king of fighters, uh, arrow fighters, baseball stars, wind jammers. 
Yeah, for oh, uh, if you ever played the Windjammer series, and then of course they had their own monster game called King of the Monsters, where the first game was wrestling, the second game was like more of an action adventure uh, beat 'em up on the arcade. Really? Yeah, the one where it has like the you had the guy that looks like Ultraman, you had the Godzilla looking monster, and you had the the Mechanicong as a as a fighter. Uh, they were fun. Those are fun games. I need to download. I need to download those on Xbox. That's awesome. Yeah, I, 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 man, I think SNK is leaving money on the table too. Like. <laughs> they are. They, I, I know there's, I know there's that. Uh, was it SH Arts, Terry Bogard? But that's a hundred. That's a hundred dollar figure. And I wait, don't is it figure arts or the Storm Collectibles? So Storm Collectibles Boom. tends to put out a lot of toy figures, uh, video game toys. I think it's SH Arts. I think it's SH Arts. Uh, gonna do like a quick search because I, I want to say that it is. Uh, I know it's the one that's at a. Uh, is it FYE? No, uh, Box Lunch, I think. Or no, Thinky. Thinky. Ooh, I looked on eBay. It seems like it's Storm Collectibles. Oh, it is Storm Collectibles? Yeah, Storm Collectibles, man. Those figures uh, are really, really nice figures. Uh, it seems like, I don't know if it's a, a production run thing or whatever the case may be. <laughs> But as far as retail goes at brick and mortar, it's hard to get these figures in, man. I don't know. And I don't, I mean, I don't know why it's so difficult. I mean, these are come presumably Storm Collectibles in Japan, I would assume, or overseas somewhere. Okay, wait. You said Storm Collectibles. I found one that's that's uh, from Bandai. Bandai, really? And, yeah, and that's two hundred dollars now. The price has gone up. You know what? Let me let me send you the search real quick because you're you have your Facebook open. I can, <laughs> I can, yeah, but okay. no, like I think the one, uh, I know the one that we saw at uh, Think Geek. That one was was it Think Geek? I shot the link to you. It's an eBay search. Sold listings, granted. I mean, you could you could change that. Yeah. Order, but the heck, is that real heroes, real action heroes. Are those, oh my god, is that a twelve inch of Terry Bogard figure? No. <laughs> yeah, that uh, one looks. Yeah, Storm Collectibles looks like it. That that does look like it. One six scale. It's on the sold listings I just showed you. World Box King of Fighters 009 KOF Terry Bogard with two heads, six scale. That's six scale is uh, is that 12 inch? Should I can't remember. Is that hot toy size? That might be. might be. Because if it is, this Terry Bogard has actual blue jean pants on. This guy has soft good clothing. <laughs> okay, I don't have that. I don't have that good money. <laughs> hey man, payment plan. <laughs> True. Just go ahead and get you a credit card and put it on the credit card. It's fine. Oh, okay. So there's two. There's Bandai Arts and then there's Storm Collectibles. So there's two different. There's D Arts and then there's Storm Collectibles. Yeah, Storm Collectibles has a ton of freaking yeah. accessories. Good yeah. grief. But definitely like a Funko Pop Terry Bogard. Uh, that's that's something I want to see. That'd be uh, awesome. Happen just because I, I that that would be at my desk. That would definitely be at my desk at work. Uh, hanging out, hanging out there. That'd be sick, man. Um, one that I thought of that y'all didn't, I'm surprised my husband didn't mention because we've talked about this for a while. Uh -oh. I, put on, I put on Stadium Stampede. Hangman page with Hunter Horse Helmsley. Holy crap, yeah. Guilty as charged. I didn't even that. think about that. It's also Hangman, though. But with yep. the horse. It would be our third hangman. But I mean, I say that. We got eight, 87 Cody's somehow already, so why not? <laughs> True. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, no, I think that'd be awesome. That would, that would be pretty cool. 
<laughs> just call it and just call it Hunter Horse Helmsley. I'm pretty sure WWE doesn't own the rights to Hunter Horse Helmsley. Nope. So that would be awesome. That would be pretty cool, though. That one that would be pretty cool. You know. So listen, uh, I I think those are great picks, man. I you know, Wicked Fantasy book this all day. But let me tell you what I found. Well, okay. you know what? Didn't we talk about this? Like, uh, in regards to FR Insanity, like we were, we were, ta- we were touching on the idea of of off the wall, oddball, strange as hell, eBay finds. Didn't we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we talked about that. Okay, listen, I found one that you might be interested in hearing about. <laughs> um, okay, give me the description, but don't don't say if it has a bid or if it has a price. All right, am I telling you what it is outright, or am I just saying? Yeah, just tell me what it is. Like, okay, what okay. it is. My God. So, uh, if you're if you're familiar with uh, the new generation uh, WWF, um, we're talking Mantar, we're talking Goon, we're talking just uh, the, the, the trash guy or whatever, like the nonsense. Of yeah, the, more nonsense than you're used to. Okay. We also remember the Jobber to the Stars, Jobber Extraordinary, one Mister uh, self self proclaimed. Uh, Pat on the back, King Barry Horowitz. Okay, you remember Barry Horowitz? I remember Barry Horowitz. Listen, man, I, <laughs> I all I did was type in his name on eBay. I just started scrolling down. This was earlier uh, when we got started. Um, the, you can you can buy for a nominal fee um, a pair of ring worn. And hand signed autographed wrestling trunks trunks from one Mr. Barry Horowitz. Trunks and trunks and boots? No, just the trunks. Just his just trunks. Yeah. Just trunks. Just his uh just his um banana hammock. Listen, okay. it's <laughs> it's signed by Barry Horowitz. It's, it, it goes, it's got his autograph on it. Uh-huh. It, it says 1993 in quotation marks. It says B Horowitz versus Shawn Michaels, Raw, Monday night. What do you what do you imagine the going rate is for this uh, one of a kind? Hopefully, <laughs> I mean, I, it is signed, so I'd say hopefully, but probably not. Oh man, washed pair of drawers here. Uh, okay, this is Barry Horowitz, the the jobber extraordinaire, the guy who teamed with uh, Takashi, the fallen angel, back in the WWF. Um. <laughs> He had he had the most the, he had the curliest of mullets Dude. back then. I remember I remember that. But for ring worn uh, tights autographed by him with a date that he worn them, I'm going to guess the unbid and unbought price of thirty six hundred dollars. Thirty six hundred. I did not yeah. realize you were such a fan of Barry Horowitz, man. I'm learning new things about you every day. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a fan of his. I just know of him. Uh huh. Yeah. No, you keep telling yourself that. Not only did it say it was, uh, it's it signed. It's uh-huh. signed versus Shawn Michaels, and the pictures in the listing to prove it that these were <laughs> ring worn. The pictures is him wrestling Bret Hart. Bret Hart will be so mad that Barry Horowitz <laughs> has no idea who the hell he is. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Barry got his own matches mixed up Dude, on like, his own eBay listing. Like, yeah. And, and no, 3600 uh, again, it sounds like you're a huge fan. It's a thousand. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying this because I think he's a huge fan of himself. 
Oh yeah, no, he definitely is. But this is a thousand dollars. It's a only it's a thousand. Only a thousand. Okay. Oh yeah, click that link and check that out. <laughs> Are you sending me the link? Yeah, send your <laughs> link to it. Okay, let me let me check. Prepare to have your mind blown. Oh, wow. those are some green tights. This is this is his um, <laughs> the precursor to his DX uh, membership, I guess. Maybe that's why he put Shawn Michaels out. He was hoping <laughs> he'd be part of the uh, Degeneration X faction. Are you going to put the link on the FR? Wait, wait, wait. Why did he put he a picture should. of himself with someone else in a Jets in a Jets uh, jersey? That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. Unless. Um, uh, I'm guessing whoever Smojack is, the seller, is that guy, and he didn't want his face on the picture. I could—that's the only thing I could think of. Oh, so it's not Barry selling it himself; it's somebody else selling it for Barry. Maybe, or the guy got it from him, or something. It's probably his homeboy, or whatever. I don't but know. Yeah, he's wrestling Bret Hart. Why? Yeah. Oh, don't you mean Shawn Michaels? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what an idiot! No offense, Barry, but come on, buddy. You're, you're, you are a journeyman uh, in the wrestling industry. You are a good hand, and you should have known you are in the ring with one of Well, of course he's a good hand because there's handprints all over the tights. <laughs> he's got those little handprint silhouettes all over the tights. There's 12 of them. There's hand flowers on the front. <laughs> and there's hand, hand flowers on the back. Uh, it's, it's such an oddball thing. Like, you, you know, being the wrestling fans we are, we would both, if we just had stupid amounts of disposable income, I would have to buy this. If nothing more than to have it shadow boxed and hung up in my game room as one of the most ridiculous conversation pieces you could possibly own in wrestling. And then this would be framed in and go right next to like a like a little enclosed case of the actual Barry Horowitz in a case collector style from Thor or from Guardians. Wait, he was in Guardians? No, no. How they had the case, the, the collector had the case of the people and guardians. Oh, actual Barry Horowitz. I think actual I think, Barry Horowitz in the case next to the tights. So you got your prices mixed up. By Barry himself will come live at your house for thirty six hundred dollars. That's that's Probably. where we got our alliance cross there. Probably. Probably. Well, that's where we got our, our streams crossed. He's a good boy. I mean, and and uh imagine that he's wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers hat. He lives in Florida. Who 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 would have thunk it, right? <laughs> oh man, that's 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 Wait, just. And the dude's holding the trunks in the picture. I just noticed that the guy with the Jets jersey, he's holding yeah. the floors in the picture. Oh, we washed so, his hands. Barry Horowitz, like he high roaded Bret Hart. Who <laughs> high roads Bret Hart? Uh, you know what Barry thought to himself when he did this? Bret screwed Bret. Pretty much. <laughs> so I thought you'd find that interesting. Yeah, I thought I thought it was funny. Uh, it's that that's pretty funny and a little scary too that that Barry thinks or that guy thinks that Barry Horowitz is that popular enough. I thought Barry was selling it, so that's why I said thirty six hundred because I thought Barry thought highly of himself. Uh, yeah, I know, I know Virgil money. Well, I know for a while um, was it tugboat Frank uh, Frank Fred Ottman was selling um, like one of his one of his boots for like five thousand dollars that he Is autographed. Still alive, man. He is. He is. Holy moly. All right. So, Good for him. <laughs> uh, so with that, let's kind of jump to questions now. We, we, we threw the question out there. Um, let's, I guess, answer some questions. Let's do it, man. So are you ready for, are you ready for some questions? I was now, born ready. Give me the question. So funny enough, a lot of these questions were geared toward Mortal Kombat. So 
Yeah. Let's start off with Rand with uh, Randy with random Randy Savage from uh Colt 45. What what? Uh-oh. All right. Oh, I, yeah. I got your Shout out. Uh, he says worst character in Mortal Kombat. And I don't know if he means the games or the movies. Um but I can say for, I'll say from both. Um I'll, I'll answer for both. For in the games, the worst character for me in the games were Striker and uh rain i think those two were the worst characters striker and rain <laughs> yeah uh for the movies i'm gonna say <clears throat> uh in the movies oh man uh sonya blade number two and okay. uh sub-zero number two from the sequel <laughs> oh man and of oh, course cole man. and of course uh aqualad cole uh was not good so <laughs> so, so what are your worst characters okay uh yeah we'll go we'll go game well we'll, we'll go movie first um, okay i i can see what they were going for with him i understand you have to I mean it's a plot device it's it's but by god they could have done something a little differently but yeah cole young was a uh a, you know was a human yawn i um yes. you know in his uh his um what they called that the arcana his arcana yeah was um uh chainmail <laughs> like <laughs> it looked like Aquaman's costume. It looked like it, Aquaman's. It, it did. It did. And now, but I will say this though: for everything, and granted, we're not we're, we're not picking the movie part, but like his uh, his um, those nightstick things. I, and I don't know the exact name of them, but they were pretty cool. But other than that, well, the Tomfas, I think they're called Tomfas, or they're uh, the the yeah the nightsticks type thing. I forget sticks. I don't know. I don't know how you know. I don't know how uh, how PG you want to be ass whooping sticks. There Pretty much, yeah. No, I mean, but other than that, man, he was he was a cool character. Um, but I mean, he you know he could have been cooler though. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like Scorpion should have uh, possessed him with all the things in Mortal Kombat, all the mythical uh, allure of, of mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, and having Scorpion uh, conquer hell. Yeah. According to the script, he conquered hell itself. Yeah. I don't see why he couldn't have like um in in, in true Mortal Kombat fashion, like I think Cole should like almost ghostwriter it. You know what I mean? Like his skin burns off and he melts away and like becomes a skeleton that's on fire and then the skin comes back up onto his body and forms the the, the 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 gear of scorpion around them how much more visually appealing would that have been at least for me right uh for me i, I think cole what, what cole should have been was scorpion in disguise i think he should have just been scorpion all along in disguise and was, was waiting for all along. And, he, like, he was, <laughs> and he was waiting for fate to bring him close to sub-zero again Almost like it would trigger him to appear when yeah, Behan like, is there. Yeah, pretty much like it was like it was Scorpion all along. Um, well, okay, well, let's kind of backtrack. Okay, we saw the movie. You saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Um, what did you think of the movie overall? I enjoyed it, man, because I I went in knowing what it was. Uh, okay, and, and I don't know if we. I think I probably said it earlier. It's a Mortal Kombat movie. I am not looking for. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know the best uh, heart wrenching dramatic scene yeah. to win all the awards. It's a popcorn flick. 
Yeah. So fatalities, big bounties, yeah. you know, friendships, whoever. So, so, so you're familiar with the you're you're familiar with the franchise. You're familiar with the games and everything. I'm I'm as well. I played the first three games plus the trilogy on N64. I read the I read the original novel book that was released like back in the mid '90s that that did a great deal of like story build up for behind the scenes stuff. Uh, I was addicted to the first two movies. I even watched that really crappy TV show Conquest. Uh, wow. I, I tried watching the animated series that came out a long time ago. It now was terrible. Uh, so I knew enough of it going in. Uh, again, I, I stopped playing after I tried playing part four. Didn't really like it. And then I picked up nine and 10 and I, enjoy, and again, and I kind of enjoyed coming back to it. It was really different. And uh, I, to a degree, I enjoyed the, I, the, the franchise and the storylines that happened. It was fun. I didn't agree with them killing off Liu Kang and then bringing him back as a zombie in this game series. Wasn't a fan of that. But overall, I I have semi enjoyed the Mortal Kombat, you know, franchise as a whole. Overall franchise as a whole. So that's kind of my backstory with it. It was that I grew up with it. I grew up playing it. Um, I was one of the kids that when the game first came out, I went to Blockbuster to rent it, and they had to call my parents to ask if I could rent it to get authorization for them to rent me that game. So, Oh, wow. That, that, that kind of dates me and like, you know, me having to go through to play this game. And the smart thing we did was that we asked my dad, because my mom would said no. So we asked my dad if we could rent it and he said, yes. Uh, and I'm glad that we did. Uh, but yeah, it's just that, that that's kind of, that's kind of my history with it. Like, you know, do you, do you have a history with Mortal Kombat? Games. No, dude. Yeah, as far as my memory goes with Mortal Kombat, I think I blocked out everything Mortal Kombat after four. I think uh-huh. I paid. Um, okay. I don't know if I got too cool for it or whatever. Whatever life took me, but I was done with it until I literally didn't play another Mortal Kombat game until they had the crossover with uh, Injustice. Okay. Okay. Because is that what they did? Right? They had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. They did Mortal Kombat versus DC. That's what it was. Yeah. And so that that's the next time I ever played it again. And even then it was on my nephew's console and like, he's beating the crap out of me with like, <laughs> characters that's available. And I'm just sitting here like butt mashing because I'm old and I don't play enough games <laughs> to know what the hell to do anyway. Um, but you know, I didn't much care for, so in the movie, they didn't much care for Cole. Uh, yeah. and you could, they could have done so much more with him. Um, everything else in the movie, I had no problem with man. The opening of the film was amazing. I liked the, you know, the, the, uh, the reverence paid to the uh, the kung fu films of like you know the weekend you know Sunday movies and stuff you would watch back yeah. in the day when you were a kid uh, handled very well, man. I, I I don't again I don't know what people are looking for. I, I really don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> people just blow my mind. In, in well, I think people were looking for uh, because in the trailers and the commercials they showed Scorpion and Sub Zero a lot, and when we got the movie we didn't get that. We instead we got Scorpion really showing up at the very end of the movie for a few minutes, tip his hat and then kind of disappeared. And I think people were upset with that. I'm so, going to like watch the trailer. Cause I don't remember, I don't remember him being anywhere other than that ice room, uh, fighting pit. Yeah, that was it. And the trailers were only a minute and a half and half of that minute and a half was Scorpion and Sub-Zero fighting. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, marketing the, 101, you got to get people to pay attention, right? Yeah. And the marketing was, we get the yellow and blue ninja and, mm-hmm. uh, we have them fight. That's going to hype people up. And it did. It did. 
So uh, Wade Slayton from Mule Horror Gaming asked, why did we get a Ninja Turtle coal instead of more Scorpion? And I can honestly answer this question. Plot devices, marketing devices, because you need a young guy that looks that looks pretty to the women that's going to bring women into wanting to watch this movie. And I remember when the first trailer dropped, there were a lot of female uh, casual moviegoers exclaiming how handsome and how hot Cole looked. I think his plot device was bringing, bringing in the female audience for the mm. most part. Uh, I don't like really saying that, but that's pretty much his role was bring in the female audience, the young female audience. So that's why we had Ninja Turtle Cole. Uh, or as I call them, Aqualad. <laughs> or as I call them, Aqualad, just because he looked like, you know, the love child of Jason Momoa with his armor. Yeah, seriously. Agreed. Uh, let's see. We all, we got another question. Uh, where's it at? Uh, whose idea? Oh, this is from Rami from Three Beers on the Mic. I'm not, I forget how to pronounce your last name, Rami, so I'm sorry. Well, not really. So, whose idea was it to make a Mortal Kombat movie reboot and leave out the entire tournament portion? I like the movie, but it baffles me. Figure it out. Okay, I th- well... <laughs> I, 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 I think, well, with this one, I think they planned on making multiple movies where they wanted to have the first two movies before the tournament and the last two movies, the tournament. So you have a four movie setup, two okay. before the tournament prepping. This is like Dragon Ball Z, where you have two seasons of prep work and then two seasons of the actual tournament, the actual fight. And this is what we're getting with this movie series. So that's that's my thoughts. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, man. I was gonna say like, I mean, it's it's a it's a it goes across a couple of different different generations. Uh, you're gonna have the guys our age that remember the movies, mm-hmm. uh, the originals, and then you're going to have the new people, uh, the, the younger audience and stuff like that, that doesn't necessarily have uh, the fond memories of watching a picture of our fighter go up a 8 million mile tall spire of rock. That's got a bunch of pictures on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, but in that defense, the first, the very first Mortal Kombat movie was all tournament based. That was a tournament based uh, scenario to a degree. Yeah, but been there, done that, right? Yeah, that. Well, this is a reboot. Ah, I mean, reboot, hell, reboot. I mean, I mean, we've seen the Wayne, the Thomas and Martha Wayne die like twenty times in Why the last, and in, in, in the last twenty years, we've seen them die more times than anything, and they WB still continues to uh put that death scene in in every movie that they make that has Batman. So that's true. Can, Martha, Gate, Martha Gate, however dumb it was, was at least a unique <laughs> approach. So, I mean, if, if WB can spend money on shooting that same death scene over and over and over in every Batman movie that they come across, they can kind of relapse a tournament movie of Mortal Kombat. They, yeah, they can do I, that. Yeah, I guess for me, it just comes down to, like, I knew what to expect going in as far as just wanting an action-based uh, shoot them, punch them, kick them up, you know? Yeah. You're uh, expecting Enter the Dragon, and you got the prequel. Yeah, exactly, you know? Uh, and I, I, now the big thing for me was uh, kind of harkening back to what my favorite characters were. I didn't much care for Jackson in the games. I thought he was kind of a lame character, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I enjoyed him in the movie. I thought he was pretty cool for the limited, you know, what what little they did with him. Like I love how they did the smash of the head and yeah, and all that. Stuff. I I didn't get. Oh, speaking of smashing the head, you saw who he smashed, right? 
Oh, wasn't that um? That's Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the former WWE superstar. Nathan Jones. Yeah. Extraordinaire. Yeah. The uh, ordinarily scared to wrestle the taker. Well, what do they call him? Like the the Briz the Brisbane Bruiser, who uh, Paul like Heyman that. called. Yeah. Something like something like Australian something. The Outback um, Hack. <laughs> a kangaroo jack. Kangaroo jack. Uh, the Outback Hack. Um, but yeah, uh, Jacks. I I. Remember him fighting in part two. I, I played him once or twice in part two because he had the uh, like the pound attack with this is before the metal arms. Um, and that was kind of cool. But uh, I, I this movie, I didn't like the whole metal, the, the scrawny metal arms thing where his uh, his mutant ability was to grow bigger metal arms. I yeah. didn't I didn't really like that. I thought that was kind of lame. I think I thought, it deserves my point, though. Like, I mean, he, yeah. what, he's a lame character. Like, what are you supposed to do with the guy? And then, what, who did you mention earlier? The uh, the when you order your Johnny Cage from Wish, the SWAT team guy, Striker. Oh, Striker, yeah. Tossing hand grenades and crap. Well, oh, no, man. like one of Striker's stupidest moves that he had was that he would like slide across a screen and sweep people with his nightstick. So oh, that's right. He, like one of his dumb moves was just to slide across the screen and sweep people and. It was a lame move. It was that character was lame. Backwards hat looks like he wore like you know biker cop you know uh, uh, gear with like the blue the, and the white with like the bike cop you know spandex <laughs> shirt, and he had his cargo like you know he had his cargo Rambo pants. Oh, he, God. he he looked like one of the bad guys from what's that game Narc where he had to shoot the guns. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He looked like one of the bad guys from there or one of the villains from there. He was just a lame character. Agreed. He, he's lame. But, but yeah, I, I just think with Jax, they should have given the ability to like to, to, to pound the, you know, to uh, cause earthquakes because yeah. in the game he would hit the ground and you, you know, you would lose balance or you'd fly up in the air depending on how close you were. And I think with Jax, his his ability was like ground stomping or ground bashing or something to go with his uh his moveset from the part two game yeah um, with all the different characters man i guess when i because you know i don't know how many corners quarters i burned through but i yeah. didn't really enjoy using jacks but but i i just think like the i just think like the power abilities in the game like i mean the movie was just was really lame it's like they hit their morphing time and then they had their abilities or they're like they they went to the school of raiden's school for the gifted in Winchester, New York. Oh, I, I just didn't, I, I didn't like that. I did. I thought that was kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, Although but, the, the shout out to the, uh, the, the sweeping, the, uh, I only know the one move. Yeah. Oh that. yeah. That, that was hilarious. That was pretty funny. So next question, uh, from, uh, James Blankenship is, uh, why would the Miz make Johnny cage? And, this question comes because me and James are friends and he does not like wrestling. He does not like the Miz and he thinks that the Miz is a terrible person and he doesn't think that the Miz would make a good Johnny Cage. I, on the other hand, disagree. And when I asked him before why he thinks that way, his statement was basically the Miz cannot act. He has crappy movies. He's egotistical. He th- he's not funny, but he thinks his jokes are funny and he is full of himself. And I said, well, who are you describing Johnny Cage or the Miz? Cause that's basically both. I was just thinking that. Yeah. So, uh, 
he he wouldn't make a shitty Johnny Cage. I think the Miz would make a perfect, not a perfect one, but a pretty accurate version of one. And that's got my vote. I'm not going to say Ryan Reynolds because, to basically to an effect, Ryan Reynolds' age is working against him on that. It's it's he's past his prime on this. Yeah, uh, definitely. And also back to the Miz. The Miz kind of married somebody that looks like Sonya Blade. So, but hotter, but, but yeah, but hotter. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think the Miz will make a pretty good Johnny Cage, uh, with because he's got the same, almost the same plot points, terrible movies, egotistical, laughs at his own jokes, annoying as hell, the sunglasses, the hair gel, everything. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm inclined to agree 100%. I, I, I don't know why he wouldn't do a great job with that because. Everything fits. Everything fits. It's it almost does. like a perfect casting for um, uh, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, a guy with drug problems and a bad history of like, yes, can't get his shit together. Uh, you know, if, if it's not if it's not going to be if it's not going to be the Miz, I would throw out Zac Efron. I could I could see Zac Efron. Yeah, I could maybe, definitely maybe see because him. I'm just salty and that guy's got a physical body I'll never have, but that dude <laughs> at least looks the part. He does. He definitely does look the part. Uh, he's got the comedy chops too. I mean, I've seen him do some pretty good stuff, man. I feel like he could pull it off as well. That's true. Uh, he definitely has the chops. Um, he could do it. Uh, his his comedy timing isn't that great because I've seen him that that one movie he had where he like switched the. Or he like de-aged or whatever. He switched the bodies with a young kid or something. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about. And then I watched the Baywatch movie with The Rock and him in it. Um, well, he does look like Johnny Cage, you know, with sunglasses and everything. Uh, he's, his comedy timing isn't that great. So I can't, and like, I don't know, but then if you have a good script writer, you know, you could have comedy. Well, I would say Johnny Cage's comedy chops ain't that great either. So I mean, that's I mean, true. You know, the B, true. B movie, uh, B movie, A lister, man. So like, I mean, you know, cheesy one liners. Uh, we know he's got that covered. So yeah. Anyway. And I mean, even going back to the first movie, Lyndon, the actor who played Johnny Cage, Lyndon Ashby, he he was more sarcastic than he was, uh, you know, funny or annoying. He was just sarcastic. Yeah. So, and I think the Miz has that. Uh, and, and then someone else put out another fighter, like it, like it put someone else as a, there's, there's a UFC fighter, forget the name who is very similar to that. And I think he would make a good, uh, Johnny cage, but he would just need some acting classes, learn how to learn, learn how to act. I thought, you were, I, say Johnny, I thought you were about to say Conor McGregor. I was about to throw up. Oh no, not, no, no, not Conor McGregor. <laughs> Conor, those goofy tattoos and that heavy accent would just. That that would just kill the character. No, that would just really kill the character. That guy's a human tampon. I'm not a fan. Uh, yeah, you you want people to come to the movies, not shoot them away. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. Karen, yes. Uh, uh, Marsden, uh, is it James Marsden from Sonic? Oh yeah, James Marsden from Sonic. Oh, you know what? He could do it if he got in shape. Yeah. He well, he's he's also older too. He's about the same age as Ryan Reynolds. He's not a young guy. Uh, he's oh, smaller true. too. James Marsden is a smaller guy. Uh, height wise, uh, so he probably could, but again, I I think the age thing is going to play into that effect. 
to where you, to where uh, jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, maybe yeah. I can I can I can see him. I can see I can see Joseph Gordon Levitt. JGL. I can see that. <laughs> that casting room is going to be a big casting room. I think they they would have to pull in a lot of different options uh, to explore different uh, facets of Johnny Cage as a as a character. To yeah. see where they want to zero in on the sarcasm or the comedy or a combination of both, I think. Well, this this would be uh, WWE's or Vince's time to buy the Miz's way into this role. I know they try to do that with uh, with Thor with Triple H. They try to buy uh, their way in, and that didn't happen. But I think uh, Vince could buy Miz's way in to getting that role if he wanted to. Yeah, that's true. Good he call. Definitely do it. That, that can definitely happen. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, I have no hate for the Miz. I think he's a good choice. So James, um, Hey, what are you talking about mate? What, 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 what you mean? The role. All right. We got a question from, uh, Bernie, uh, from, uh, burn appetite podcast and also from three beers in the mic. His is what is the more powerful enemy? The killer donut from attack of the killer donuts or the sofa from killer sofa. Um, I have seen both movies, unfortunately. Uh, the Killer Sofa <laughs> is uh, is really a recliner, like a it's really a, like a killer lazy boy. And the thing with that is that the Killer Sofa or recliner can actually get up on its feet and kind of shuffle around on like the little part where you rest your legs up on. It can get up and walk around, and it can it's able to throw people over a balcony or over a building roof. Um, while wow. the killer donut mostly attacks by surprise. So Bernie killer sofa is the more powerful of those two really bad, terrible movie inanimate object killers. And you know what? I have no point of reference, but I will say that <laughs> um, I've never seen either one, but I would say, you know, logistically uh, donuts will clog, clog your arteries and make you fat. Uh, trust me, I know, and it will uh, take longer to kill you as opposed to a ca- uh, a barca lounger or a lazy boy that will toss you over a building. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go killer sofa. So the yeah, the killer donuts will kill you over time through cholesterol and heart disease and diabetes. The killer sofa will kill you by throwing you out of a window or over a building roof. So if you want the slow death, killer donut. If you want the quick death, killer sofa. That, yeah, that's cut and dry, man. Definitely. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah, both movies, I uh, believe they're both available. Maybe I think they're both available on Shudder or Hulu or Netflix, I think. I have to go back and check, but um, Killer Sofa is a it's a movie that, you, that you're going to need like a six pack to watch. Killer Donuts, you're going to need a keg to get through that one. Oh my so God. I, I and he's also pressured me to watch another movie called Aqua Slash that I have not rented yet because it costs like five bucks to rent on through Voodoo through that app. And I haven't done that yet, but I will eventually. I'll get there. It'll happen. So uh kind of rounding out, that's apparently all the questions. So what if you want to Yeah, it worked out well. <laughs> it did yeah, it did work out pretty well. Um, so if you want us to answer your questions, next time we post up the question option, be sure to leave your question. We will answer them as best as we can and honestly as we can, except for you, James. Miz is the better Johnny Cage. Uh, 
and that kind of rolls us into our uh, shout outs and our plugs. So um, going to shout out, I'll start, I'll start this off first and I'll toss it to you. Going to shout out to uh, three beers in the mic podcast with Dwayne, Rami, Adam, and Bernie. They kind of run that one uh, there. And they're a part of uh, cross the streams media, which we are now a part of. We are a part of the cross the streams media platform Woo-hoo. with a whole bunch of other uh, podcasts like the movie gap and the four dorksmen. And I think it's called the Charles Bronson and Dan Aykroyd show. A lot of other content to really check out. So be sure to check them out. Uh, a lot of options and we're constantly growing. Shout out to Colt 45 to Brandon and Randy. Uh, I know Brandon listened to our episode. He gave us some pointers. Uh, so really appreciate that. So thanks for doing that, bro. Uh, check them out. They're, they're, they're hilarious movie review uh, podcast. They have me laughing at work and my stale cold uh, environment. Uh, these, that show keeps me, keeps my, uh, my attention up and positive for the time being. Uh, another podcast I listen to is called Tokyo Lives. It's about giant monsters. They do movie reviews, comic books, and all that. If you like, if you like kaiju movies, give them a listen. They're pretty entertaining. A lot of fun. Uh, they're enjoyable. And finally, uh, I'm going to give a sh- shout out to a podcast that I just started listening to, which is hilarious because I followed this guy on YouTube. Uh, if you know me, uh, I love, I, I'll promote or I'll tell people to listen to uh, Voto Studios on YouTube. And that there's a guy called MMA, Mexican Martial Arts, uh, <laughs> Grandmaster Jesse. He's got a podcast now called Below the Beanie, where he stays in, <laughs> he stays in character as, as his Jesse character. And he reviews fights. He talks about other things. He's trying to get a green tea sponsorship from Kirkland's, but it's not going too well. So <laughs> give him a listen. <laughs> give it's it's he's hilarious give him a listen it's below the beanie it's on itunes like just like we are and we're also in other formats as well uh i believe we're on soundcloud and stitcher uh we're we're we're, we're growing so uh give those shows a listen to and uh what do you got uh chris yeah man just to uh, echo the sentiment man thank you so much for uh all the guys attending questions from three beers and a mic you guys are great uh you know just you know the feedback and the response to uh you know from randy and 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 and, uh brandon for uh taking the time to reach back out and give us some pointers and kind of help us along uh you know some veteran leadership is always a good thing yeah Uh, we need that and we need uh we need feedback we need you guys uh to chime in and let us know what you like don't like uh you know what you want to hear more of uh what do we not touch on what do we need to touch less whatever you know just the these are the things, ultimately, uh, if you're like us, you just want to have something kind of help you get through the day. Uh, and podcasts are a wonderful way to do that because it's kind of like you're sitting around with your boys and, 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 your, and your, your ladies or whatever, and you're just kind of shooting the, shooting the breeze on what you like and you don't like. And you're just kind of like, you know, sitting around, man. And we, yeah. we you know, nothing, nothing's better, you know, than visiting with your friends. And when you're at a, a drab uh, eight to 10 hour day work uh, at work and, uh, you know, you might have your ear pods in while you're at your desk uh, looking up uh, tomb cleaning and and dragon <laughs> races and what have you. Uh, it's it's often, um, you know, it's often uh, audio simplicity, uh, simplicity that helps you get through through. So thanks, you guys, for the questions and the feedback. Um, so, yeah, definitely check out Three Beers and a Mic. You got to definitely check out uh, Colt 45. Uh, I mean, Aaron said it way better than I ever could. Those guys are amazing. 
Um, and I'm glad he turned me on to them. Uh, <laughs> a lot of you guys, I mean, as you can tell, I'm, I'm definitely um, a listener more than a watcher, it seems. And so uh, if you haven't heard of Lore, which is a kind of an older podcast. Yes, Lore is good. Lore is dope, man. It's good. Uh, Every every morning I get up and I see the new episode. I, I it's, it's loaded. I, I just love information, man. I like being learning things I did not know, and especially deep dives on uh, cultural and 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 supernatural lore that are rooted in real life things that you just had no yes. clue about. I think the most yes. recent episode was about lycanthropy and and werewolves, and I just I ate that up, man. And yeah, you know, he's got that. He's got Cabinet of Curiosities, which is more based on just yeah. like you know oddball world history. Yeah. curiosities as it were and, and that's those are the ones i want to kind of gear you towards uh of course all the shows from last time we talked about um you know what's wrong wrestling uh <laughs> chick foley uh all the you know just shows that i know i enjoy and i would hope that you guys would enjoy too. yeah yeah what's wrong wrestling so shout out to joe andrew and eric only <laughs> that are there any more than that or is i i hear there's another i hear there's a fourth member but uh he's got a glass jaw ah okay the uh the rick rude of the show he's only there for like two weeks and gone i gotcha well aaron you're kind of part of it since you're 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 in a storyline kind of <laughs> no comment <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah man no i think we uh another successful show in the books um this party keeps rolling, man. I'm gonna start taking yes. notes and stuff during the week. That way, I have a little more to offer you guys <laughs> and gals, man. I feel like uh, more than half time, I'm kind of piggybacking and just kind of ringing the same sentiments. I I want to, I want to bring a little something more, uh, more Chris, more Chris centric. So I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, yeah, and, and as we grow, uh, we'll add more stuff to it. We'll get, we'll hopefully get better at this. Because again, this is episode two of the reboot, and I was I was uh, advised to say. This is a newer reboot and not a continuation of the old show. So I'm going to stick with that. And with that plug and with uh, everything coming to an end, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you all so much. Thank you for listening. Uh, Check us out. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on our new Instagram. We have an Instagram page, Front Row Negative, all one word. We're going to start putting content and start putting images on there. we have the YouTube channel. It's still up and going. I try to put a new video up every Monday if I can. So check that out. Uh, it's slowly turning back around from front row disappointment to front row negative. So it's getting better. Uh, but check that out as well. We have a store linked up to our Facebook page. If you want to get one of our shirts. So yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully you've subscribed. Leave us a review or a comment. And we'll be sure to read that on or in an episode. Uh and again, thanks. Yeah, and give us that five stars, man. I know it's not this ain't coming live from Japan, but give us those five stars. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Give us, give us, give us those Meltzer five stars. If they give us a six star, that's even better. But yeah, five he stars. Make it <laughs> Ho- hopefully he does. Hopefully he will one day. Chris put uh, the up on the Facebook. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go get your bid in, guys. It's uh, it's a buy now, thousand dollars. You get that, get that stimmy. You get them. Uh, <laughs> Them Horowitz, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully give us a review so we get big enough to buy uh, Barry Horowitz's used ring gear for that <laughs> ungodly amount of money. Hopefully it comes with a, a lock of his mullet. I'm sure he's got hairs in there, but I don't, I don't know if it's going from his mullet. Okay, with that, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Thanks so much.
Remember, unfollow, don't, don't block. Later. <laughs>